Straw Hut Media. It's oh very God. you. Her fans are There's intense. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. So Bethany too. Bethany Frankel. Her fans are crazy. Um, and I like her too, but it's like you know they're just that ride or die fans. Where they like if they hear anything bad, they just like it's lose insane. it. Because they, there's also so many of them, yeah. and it's like they're in the millions, and it's like I don't know. It's exhausting. I don't know. From Straw Hut Media, <laughs> this is Randy Glanville unfiltered. Hey everybody, welcome to Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. I'm sitting here. I'm gonna say we're friends. I feel like we're friends. We're totally friends. Yeah. Um with Danny Pellegrino. And we're here to talk about his podcast, Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, and all things Bravo, all things Danny, and we have to get to the bottom of some stuff. Right. I, I, yeah, there's so much I want to talk about. You know, I'm a huge Bravo fan, and I just interviewed you for my podcast, <laughs> and there's of course so many things I want to know. I tried to get some Denise drama out of you, but I know you can't. Talk yeah, about it, but not really. I did my best. Journal. I put my journalist. I feel like you got more than most people have gotten in a while. So you guys definitely tune into his podcast. It'll be out. I don't know when's it coming out. And, uh, next week, I think. <laughs> like, yeah. Who knows? We'll it doesn't see. matter. Just subscribe and you'll find it. So for a lot of people that don't know, like you, you literally went to like school, college. You have like your master's in journalism and all this shit. I did go to college. Yeah, I graduated. I actually graduated from Kent State University, and uh, we have that's a, Ohio, right? Ohio. Ohio. Yeah, so went- I'm from Northeast Ohio, and then uh, I moved to Chicago, and then I moved here. And then uh, you did Second City, and you did the Groundlings, where I feel like that's where every really good comic that makes it ever studies yeah i mean i i remember in school i was like i gotta move to chicago because i actually this is weird years and years before when i was in high school or middle school or something i had met molly shannon and i like worship molly shannon right she's so jazz hands so fucking funny she's so funny and i had met her as a kid and i was like i want to do what you do and she's like go to second city and go to the groundlings and that i was such a young impressionable kid i was like as soon as i'm out of school i'm going i'm gonna move to chicago and that's what i did i i Finished school early. I moved to Chicago, and then uh, I was trying to be a comedian. I was doing like stand up and sketch, and nothing was really like working at all. And uh, I—that's I mean, such a hard. I was at a show, a comedy show on Friday, and I felt sorry for some of the com- the comics because it was it was hard. They it were not funny, so and I was like, "Oh, get off stage!" I we're like, "I wanted to hug them." I know the improv shows too are really rough Oof. because it's like. You're doing the craziest shit. It's like improv's more of like an art. Yeah, kind improv of thing. is like for it's, me, like that's fun and e- it's kind of easier yeah. because you have a story. You already you have a story. You just have to improv it. And other people are on stage, right. right? But so I had I had a couple like career setbacks and then like some personal stuff, like a, a family member member passed away. There was like all oh, this sorry. stuff that happened. I fell into this like really bad depression, and I I talk about it all the time. People are probably sick of it, but. I had gotten in a dark place for like a, a month and I, I was like, I'm never getting on stage again. I'm never performing. I'm done. And I just was writing and I was making memes and I thought that's what I'll do now. So I started making a lot of housewives memes. I'm sure I've memed you like a million times. <laughs> um, but then I decided to start a podcast. I started like a Bravo podcast and then I did some ghost writing gigs of ghost Yeah, you're writing. a writer. So when I Googled your name, a lot, all these like books came up and I'm like, wait, but none of them say your name on it. I wish I could have ghost written one of your books. I know, but you had a co-author, co-author but your books were just so, so fantastic. Thank you so much. Uh, so t- can yeah. you tell us which ones you've written or is uh, it a the, secret? The ones that I've co-authored. co-authored. I, yeah, I co-authored a book with Bob Harper, who is on The Biggest Loser. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. He had a heart attack or something. Yeah. And he oh had a heart attack like when I was writing the book. Like, oh it was, my god! It was rough. It was a rough. Um, he's okay though. He's Everything's okay, fine. Thankfully. Yeah, he's fine. He's great well, now, and he's actually hosting the reboot of the Biggest Loser on. Um, do we know? Like, I saw him 
after like he was like the healthiest person I've ever looked at. He was at. so healthy. It was just uh he uh I I kind of forget the details of it, but I know he had stuff that ran in the family. Or like a so congenital it was, kind of yeah, thing. it was like a um genetic type of situation. I don't remember the exact language of it. Because that's um, when I stopped working out after he had a heart attack. Know, and listen, if he's gonna have a heart attack, I then know. I just might as well have thin men's on the couch and just <laughs> give it up. Like I know. he's so healthy. He's, he was so healthy though. I can honestly say like I know that people were like, oh he must have been doing Jack, something. Yeah, it was like no he was up. really healthy. <laughs> but no aggressive. <laughs> I meant steroids, not heroin. <laughs> but Do you he, shoot up heroin? I don't know. I don't know how it works. <laughs> um, you're asking the wrong right, person. Go on. But uh, I don't uh so that was my first like co-authored book. And that was a situation where I had come on board later. And then I co-authored uh, with two of the Vanderpump Rules cast members. I did their cocktail book, uh, co-authored it with Ariana and Tom. Oh, so Vanderpump something Rules. you know a lot about cocktails. Yeah. Cock yeah. and tails. Cock and tails. I know about <laughs> both. But that was really fun. That just came out at the end of last year. Fancy AF cocktails. Oh, I love it. Yeah, I saw it because I Googled it. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, it's a fun cocktail book. There's uh, stories about Vanderpump Rules in it. And there's all these great recipes. And they created all these wonderful cocktail recipes you know maybe you should co-author my next book i would love to because i feel like you are good at getting things for me getting things out of me i, I wasn't gonna talk about half that stuff i know i was like wait a minute but it is fun because sometimes you get in your like you you're going down the rabbit hole and you're like at, you read it after and like this is not interesting and i just spent like a week on this yeah. So it's nice to have a different perspective. Well, and you do need someone, I think, to just pull out interesting stories. Yeah. And I, one of the things that I think was a benefit working with Ariana and Tom is like, I was, I'm also a huge fan of their show. Right. And so it's like, I'm coming at it from a p- fan perspective, too. It's like, this is going to be a book for fans You know what of the, the fans show, want. And I know what they want to listen or, or what they want to hear about. And even when I'm interviewing some, someone like you, it's like, I I feel like I know what fans want to talk about. They right. want to know about Denise. Yeah. <laughs> You're naughty, naughty, naughty. Um, So do you actually like Tom and Ariana? I do really. I do like them. And I don't think I I wouldn't want to work with someone. I've worked with people in the past that I haven't cared for, but I'm not interested in working with people that I don't like, especially because I know them on TV. Like, I didn't know them personally. But there's certain people I like on TV and I think would be fun to work with. And then there's other people I'm like, I would never even go near working with you. Like, so I really liked them and they were both wonderful to work with. I think Ariana, she's like really smart and Tom is incredibly creative. I like like them even before I, you worked I, with them. I worked with them. Yeah, there's no point. Like you couldn't pay me enough to work with someone I don't like. I mean, it, yeah. it's well, actually I just did work with Kenya. So I'm lying. <laughs> Kenya um, Moore. Never mind. What I'll did you do with back. Kenya Moore? We did a Netflix show called Family Reunion and we played Housewives. Random. Wait, oh, it's a sitcom, right? Or, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, a, it's a family sitcom. It's really funny. And it was great. It was great. And you guys got along. Uh, no, no. We played enemies. Oh, well, that's good. <laughs> oh, weird, right? Yeah. Um. No. So recently, I have to say, I saw you on Watch What Happens Live. I was so excited to be there. I was like nervous and excited, and it was really, really fun. You look nervous. I have to say, because yeah. when they said, like, "Oh, here's Dally- Danny Pellegrino," I'm like, oh "My God, I'm doing his podcast in a minute," and you just looked very nervous. But I was like, "Oh, good. This will give me something to talk about outside of all the other <laughs> shit we're going to talk about." Yeah. I mean, I was nervous and excited, also. Uh, I was running on like very little sleep, so I combated that with caffeine, and oh, so yeah. I was like in one of those weird Jack for Jesus. Yeah, it was a weird moment, but it's funny because Adam Pally was on the show, and people had like messaged me of these things that he said on the show, and like <laughs> I wasn't even paying attention to anything. I was so just looking around. I'm like, where's Tamara Barney's tit? Like, right, you know, you're all like, this stuff you're, in the clubhouse. I'm in the clubhouse. This is like I gotta yeah. I wasn't listening this. to what anyone was saying. Nope. I was just like, where am I? And then as the bartender, they kind of. Uh, 
they play games and stuff, so they move you out of the way when they bring the green screen thing out. And so I, I wasn't paying attention to what was no, happening. No, who would be? Yeah, but I was so excited. No, I mean, honestly, it was like, I was excited for you. And we have to talk about, you got to meet Andy. Had you met him before? No, I never met him. I, I had uh, done BravoCon. Like, I hosted some panels there and then also uh, interviewed people on the red carpet oh, yeah, before I Watch What Happens Live. On yeah, Insta. Uh, and Andy was like the one person that I had just missed him because I was running late from like a panel to the red carpet. So I didn't get to interview him. Uh, we I like we had a moment where I said hello, but that was it. But I met him at Watch What Happens Live and he was so nice to me. Oh, good. And he it was great talking to me backstage because I got to ask him all these questions about you guys yeah, and all because, your shows. I mean, this is you have to think about it because Bravo is his baby. So I think that he really does enjoy talking about it. I think that he, you know, and he listens because he, you know, he wants to know what the fans think because right. that's what drives these shows. As a someone who's on these shows, do you pay much attention to like that chatter of like the fans and blogs and stuff, or do you kind of let it? I used to. I definitely did in the past. Um, I let it get to me. And I was, it was not good. I was like, everyone hates me, blah, blah, blah. I like, I cared so much what people I don't know think. And now I don't. Now I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Yeah. But. Do the other cast members, do you find that sometimes cast members will pivot their storylines or the way they're acting on screen because they're noticing how the fans are reacting to them? Does that make sense? Well, you don't know how they're reacting because it's not aired yet, you know? So it's... It's hard to do that. You can't actually because yeah. you know you shoot it and then it airs six months later. So I don't think so. I do think that a lot of the girls care about what the haters say, which I used to. And I think that that's where hopefully we're getting away from that a little bit because tw- I don't know if you find this. Do you find social media is there's a it's 90% hate. Yeah, it's a lot of no. And I always say the things that people say to you guys, the cast members of the show, it's shocking to me. I post memes on my Instagram and I see what people will, they think I'm the person right. in the meme, right? Right. And they'll say these women too. It's often women. You click on the profile. Insane. And, and the thing, the most nasty thing about looks or kids or something, I'm like, who, can, you can't say that. You shouldn't say that to any single human no. being. No. <laughs> like you judge people on their character. And I think they, I think. Oftentimes fans think there's like a wall between them and these people, but I know that reality TV stars, they see the stuff on social media. We they, do. I they mean, they don't we always care. have some people might, but I think for the most part, people don't always have someone like filtering stuff. Maybe Julie Roberts has someone like filtering her Instagram comments or something. But reality TV stars, they see what you post. They're posting and then they see it. Well, even comments. Julia posted a picture about of her a picture of herself with her niece, with her with her what's her face? I Emma, can't Emma. Emma Robinson. Sorry. Yeah. And she got trolled. People were like, she had no makeup on. Like, who gets, it was Sunday morning. Like, she looked gorgeous, yeah. but she had like glasses and her hair in a bun, no makeup. She got so much hate. And she, I remember she talked about it because it was just meanness. Yes. And this is America's sweetheart. She is not doing anything wrong. She's an actress. We don't know her real life. She's showing that she's having breakfast with her niece. Yeah. And like, it's a beautiful moment. Why on earth? Are you hating on her for her looks because she didn't get ready and put 18 filters on it? I would I would say I would I applause her for that right. because now we don't know who the fuck looks like what because everyone's got a filter. We all <laughs> facetune shit. It's like, I don't know who looks like they look. Yeah, yeah. You can't but, tell what anyone looks like now. There's it, even those plastic surgery face filters now on Instagram. I don't know if they're still there, but yeah. So it looks like somebody might have, have had tons of plastic surgery, but they were just using the filter. 
Yeah, well, I applaud you, Julia Roberts, for not using the filters and for, and I hate, I'm not going to say hate, but I don't applaud all of you that feel the need to attack people on their looks. What's your favorite Julia Roberts movie? Oh, Pretty Woman. I'm like, I'm a hooker in my head. Like, I'm like, just, I've, you know what I mean? I'm like, oh my God, I could, that would totally be me. I'm like, everyone's like, you know, she was a hooker. I'm like, yeah, well, it is what it is. Richard Gere was so hot in that movie too. (gasps) I I mean, he looked so good in that. I just watched an Amazon Prime, fuck you, Amazon Prime movie um, with, Richard Gere and he's still hot. He's still hot. Yeah. He did have like a yeah. weird spray tan. I'm not coming for him yeah. because I love him. I would come for him if we were dating. Yeah. But yeah. He's no. a sexy older man. He's one of the like, those Sean Connery types. So it's like they're going to be sexy for their whole fucking life until they're dead. Have you seen Sean Connery lately? Because I feel no, like I it's been a minute. He, is he even still with us? I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It just made me think. Like, I'm wait, not sure if he's still I, around. I missed that accent. Maybe he is. Yeah. Maybe he's not. So what is your favorite? The point Bravo- is, though, he's yeah. hot forever. He's hot forever. Yeah. <laughs> he's James Bond for the rest of his my life. My favorite Bravo show is The Real Houses of New York. Is that what you were going to ask? Yes. Yeah. New York Housewives is my number one. I think it's just the, the funniest. I think it's the most well-rounded cast of weird characters. Right. Like, they're all a little nutty. And they're great. Are you and gonna Are you gonna miss Bethany? I'll miss her, but I'm I like the seasons without her. I was happy when they brought in Heather and Carol and Aviva. I thought those seasons were great. I know that's not very popular. Some people hated those years, but I I think it'll give these other women time to like kind of have some storylines yeah, a little bit absolutely. more. And like Luann, Dorinda, Sonia, and Ramona, they're some of like the best housewives. Yeah. that we that are on air right now. So it's like. Just having I mean, four of the four all stars in one city is amazing. It's iconic. Yeah. I know. I mean, I love Sonia more than life itself. So. I just think she's she's not trying to hurt anyone. She is just having her meds, drinking her wine. She just looks. You could tell she's a kind soul. She's, like, a, she's, she's a kind a soul. Sweetheart. She just wants to have a good fucking time. Right. And she doesn't care for dresses around her waist. Like, I feel like she reminds me of myself. Do you remember <laughs> that scene? Did you, you watch New York Housewives? Yes, I do. Did you ever see that scene where Bethany like obliterates Sonia because Sonia was doing like a tipsy girl drink? Oh, I do remember that. Do you that. remember that? Oh, it and was it, rough. It was so hard to watch because what we love about Sonia is that she's a, like this little puppy dog, right? And I mean that in a complimentary way, but Bethany... It's not, it wasn't a fair fight. It no. was like Bethany was obliterating this woman who, she, and she even said, Sonia was crying. And she's like, I was just trying to make a buck. Like, I didn't, I'm not coming for skinny girl. I'm just trying to make, and I don't know. That, it was, no, I remember that scene. It was hard and it was hard to watch. And I was like, you know what? Let everyone get theirs. Everyone can have something. Like every single housewife, you have Ramona, Chardonnay, whatever, Pinot Grigio. Everyone's got a drink. Like, come do, on. Do people get, does that happen in your experience with cast members? Like, do they get mad if one person's doing this? Product there, or... There's definitely jealousy that goes on about, oh, what post did you get? What are you doing? Um, did they come to you and ask you? I think that there's room for everyone to have something. Yeah. And I, I just, I, like, I celebrate it. It's, we're these women and we're at a certain age in our life and we're given this giant opportunity. Let us all have a takeaway. Let Sonia Morgan say her last name's Morgan. I got so <laughs> mad at those people that are like, you can't have the, cre- like, the crest? The crest. Like, she earned that crest she gave her vagina up she has a daughter she earned the morgan crest sonia's one of the few housewives too that we don't see the daughter but she's still so compelling like we don't see a lot of the stuff but she's still compelling because she is one of those people that had it all and lost it all and i feel like people are rooting for her we're watching her with her struggles we're watching her come out on top and it's a constant it's it's always a fight i mean sometimes she's having a great year 
sometimes just having a messy year. But at the end of the, I think that what I love about her is she's kind and we're all rooting for her. Mm-hmm. And she's so fucking beautiful. Stunning, yeah. I, I can't. And I love when she has the poof in her hair. Like I always, I'm like, give me the Sonia poof. I want it. Mm-hmm. And she, somebody asked her one time a long time ago if I, she thought I was an alcoholic. She's like, no, she's just having fun. <laughs> I'm like, that's my girl. I feel and, like the two of you together would just be a wild oh, I would time. love it. If I yeah. could, if I could take somebody from New York to go on vacation with, it would be her. Yeah. We would have the, a blast and we would not hurt anyone's feelings right. we might end up in the hospital but <laughs> yeah. it happens uh, one of the other things that I love so much about New York is I'm a fan of an older housewife I'm not saying they're old but I like that they're all over 50 and they're still having sex, sex yeah. and they're still talking about guys like I enjoy that and it's it, it shows like we're a certain age or we're a mom we're not dead mm-hmm. our vaginas still work and nowhere else on TV even in scripted world, exactly. world is that happening it's Except, aren't you our bachelor person? No, but okay, Brandy, right. wait. But this girl's 38 and they're acting like she's a fucking octogenarian. I know, which is, which is horrible and amazing at the same time. So now we get to open the conversation to tell everyone to fuck off. Right. Like I saw Mario Lopez today go, but she can't even have a, a baby or something similar to Ugh. that. And I'm like, but, and then Shut Kit the was up, like, yes, she can. You can yeah. still have a baby. Like, you could have a baby. Janet Jackson just 50. had a baby at 50. We think the same way. Yeah. I was just thinking the same yeah. thing. And it's just like, because. Yes, Bachelor knows what they're doing. Bachelor knows what they're doing. They wanted this to be the conversation. They needed it to be like something dramatic. It was either going to be Hannah B or, you know, this woman. And I feel like finally, and yeah, she's not in her 40s, but she's she's nearly there. And she knows what she wants. Women, uh, yeah. People at older age in general, you know a little bit more what you want at 24. It's like, who the fuck knows what they want at 24? They don't even know who they are. They're turning into like like puppets for the show. Like that little girl, Hannah, the, the one of them, I'm like... You don't even you like you probably haven't started your period yet. I mean, you're a kid and you think you're ready to spend the rest yeah. of your life with a man that lives with his parents. How old were you when you got married? When I met my ex-husband, I was 23. I was yeah. 28 and a half when I got married. And we had spent five and a half solid years together. We didn't have any breaks. We were fully together. We traveled all over. It was amazing. Um but I learned a lot in those five and a half years. Yeah. Like I was engaged for a year and a half or, or a while. Like I got the ring. I'm like, I got the ring. We don't need to get married. I'm yeah. good. You know, like I wasn't in any hurry. I'm not that person. But Eddie had this idea of wanting to have a kid by the time he was 30 and we were the same age. So I was like, oh, I just got to give up the badge. Yeah. Um, wasn't, I really didn't think I was ready for it. But back then, we're talking – 24 years ago it was you were supposed to be getting married and having kids by 30 mm-hmm. like that was like our the what every all of america thought white picket fence you're supposed to find your husband get married have kids and then now we all know that the divorce rate is insane and people are getting divorced that when they get married that early yeah and now what about you are so you, you look back you look back and do you think you were just a totally different person at that well, time or? i mean i definitely yeah. was a I, I always stay true to who I am. I'm very sassy and very outspoken. Always have been, yeah. sadly. Um, but thankfully, we, yeah. But we evolve. I mean, yeah. I, I'm not the same person today that I was a week ago. You yeah. know, we we learn, we evolve. I doing the audiobook back. I'm like, oh, I was a bitch. I was mad. Oh, because you you just did the audiobook for your uh, yes, your books yeah. for drinking and tweeting, and I did like the editorialized version. So I was like, oh, god, girl, you were angry. I'm like, I'm not in that place anymore. So I'm kind of letting people know, yeah, we evolve. Like it happens. No I need one, the third book. 
I know. I think we should do it together. I would love we'll to. We'll talk about yeah, it. Yeah, we'll talk about it. I think it would be really fun. And I, we were on my podcast. We were talking about these like famous sort of exes or people you've kind of hooked up with. And I'm so fascinated by that. Because I like talking about... I, I'm obsessed with pop culture in general. Yes. So just hearing... You know, you talked about David Schwimmer and like some people. And I just find it all so fascinating. I mean, they're so... I mean, I got a lot of dick. I don't know why or you. how, but it did happen. And it was... It was at the time of my life. It yeah. was honestly great. Can that be the title of this episode? I got a lot of dick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yep. I got a lot of dick. I got a lot of dick. I still do. I do okay. Yeah. Like even for my age, even though whatever. Don't say that. I know. That's but what somebody said to, to me on the date the other night. That's why I said it. What I'm the playing. fuck did they say? They said, you know, my friends were like, why don't you date younger girls? And he's like, but I like older women. I just looked in like wrong, wrong asshole. turn, wrong turn. And then this girl comes over and she's like, oh, yeah, I love you. I'm like, you want to join us? And I moved them into our date. Oh, really? Ruined the night for him. It ruined it for him? Wait, why? Because he, he Because no woman wants to be called an older woman on a second date. Yeah. And I was like, you are out. <laughs> but you're going to go ahead and pay for the night. Yeah. So I'm going to invite strangers to join us. That's yeah. what I did. So will you still go out with like actory types? Or do you try yeah, to stay I away mean, from that? I I always said no more athletes, actors, or, you know, musicians, anything like that. But if they're retired, it's not ath- not actors, but if they're retired athletes, I feel like they're, they've, they've just hit it all around the world and they're good. Right. So now they're ready to just chill. Wait, so let me just back up. So th- what do you find is the difference between like an athlete, an actor, and a musician, like dating-wise? Okay. So I think that... As far as athletes go, they're very regimented, which I like. They're a little quieter. They don't really put their opinion on you. They really love to have sex. Um, And they move around a lot. There's not a ton of conversation. I've dated about three or four. Um, With actors, there's a lot of insecurity and narcissism. Narcissism, So it's like you're constantly stroking the ego and the cock. It's like, oh my God, this is exhausting. Um, Musicians, I think that I like such they're so amazing at what they do, but they're all the people that I've been around are a little tortured. Yeah. And honestly, the, I get insecure, which is it's not normal, but like because they're touring and all of these women are throwing themselves at them. And mm-hmm. it's like that one thing, because with athletes, you don't see it. Mm-hmm. It's not in front of your face. With actors, the same, except for with Piper. Um, but <laughs> you know to my what I mean? For that story. Yeah. Um, it's you really it's right in front of you with musicians yeah. and you're like oh she's beautiful and she wants my boyfriend and it makes you feel like you might not be enough or like mm-hmm. really needy so i'm at a point where like i'm really enjoying my life and i i like being single but i also like the idea of having a partner but a partner that gives me my space mm-hmm. if that makes sense yeah it makes sense well what about well, you're um, interviewing wait, but me no, now i have another question Oh um, my lord! About a musician, is there a musician we would know that you've dated, or? Um, yeah, you would, but like, I just don't want to give him the yeah. moment, y'all. Yeah, it's not. You're a dick. Yeah. Moving on. So, yeah. how now? Do you make money doing? Obviously, writing no, you make money. I do, make, I do live. No, I know. I'm wondering because <laughs> yeah, podcasts yeah. are hard. Yeah, you know, pod, I do make money on the podcast. Thankfully, now it's sponsors and all of that kind of stuff. And now I'm live touring. So I'm doing shows across the country, like live podcasts. Amazing. Uh, so go to everythingiconic.com if you want to uh, come see me. But so I'm doing that now. And then I, I'm still writing and I'm working on a few 
projects like writing wise i have a script that's uh in development a feature film that i wrote that's sort of i'm hoping who knows if it'll go you know i mean it's not, but as long as you're being creative and putting it down on paper and one thing i want to get to i did notice that um kathy griffin father griffin follows you oh yeah and you know that andy and her have this crazy war yeah. Now, yes. whose side are you on? You know, I don't. I, I don't. That's an interesting question. I don't really. I don't know. You know, like, well, well let me ask you. Do you do you have a side on that? You're on Andy's side. I'm on Andy's side. He's yeah. my personal friend. I don't know. I've never. I don't know that I've met, ever met. I've Kathy. never met Kathy in person either. So I've. You know, I don't know. Um, I'm fascinated. Kathy was actually like my intro into Bravo because I not she had a show. On I Bravo. watched her Bravo as a viewer. It was yeah. like I loved my life on the D list. Like yeah, I was she obsessed was great. with that. She was so funny, and I loved that show. And then she's do the comedy specials, which I thought I like worshipped them, and she's I miss them on Bravo. Yeah. Like I miss those things. And I'm not really super up to date with like their feud. I know she like had posted something on YouTube, but I don't know exactly what she said about him. I, I don't. I mean, I'm not up to date. Yeah, I don't. Either. So I don't know exactly like what. What was I know there said. was a feud. And there I was know a that feud. She I know. follows you, and you were just on Watch What Happens Live. So I'm like wondering where. <laughs> no, I don't. Really where is your line? Like, whose side are you on? I always get excited. There's like, uh, I don't know the celebrities that follow me. It's like I sometimes get excited and nervous when I see they like like something or whatever. I'm <gasps> Who like, else follows you? Um, I, like uh, Matt Bomer, Chrissy Teigen. Like, there's a few. Hey, why do I know Matt Bomer? I know who that is. He's um was in Magic Mike. Uh, he's gay. He's out in real life. He's beautiful, man. Though. Oh, like, I know stunning. exactly who he is. Oh yeah. my god, I saw him at Target once, and I was like, li- it was on Valentine's Day, and I was me. like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, literally thinking, I like pictured our whole lives together in my head. I was like, we're gonna yeah. run away together, and it's gonna be it. Well, you're leave my boyfriend. Up. Thank you so much. Uh, but so I always get excited and nervous, or like, or like if Chrissy Teigen likes something, I get nervous. Like she's <gasps> gonna she follow unfollow. You? She does, but I'm always worried she's <gasps> gonna unfollow. But oh she's god. like the queen of social media, right? Like I'm always, yeah. I'm like, am I gonna disappoint her? I get nervous, but she's I... a huge Bravo junkie. Like no, I know, us, so. I'm aware of it, but she's like like the biggest like yeah. bravo junkie like that queen of the sh- social media like you yeah, said she's great. that's amazing uh, and then nancy myers who's a director that i like worship oh i know exactly yeah. who she is i went to a luncheon and saw her talk <gasps> she's, yeah, I, like, she's love. I worship her yeah she her movies are like my favorite yeah um, mine too so i don't know also and then housewives a lot of housewives and stuff but Did, i, I always get nervous i think you, maybe on twitter i don't know i don't i think that when we first met i wasn't really on instagram yeah. i'll follow you now i'm more obviously. of an instagram person i you know what? i feel like it's moving that way for me because Twitter is so hateful and Instagram I, is much nicer. Yeah, they're they're a little nicer because you're sharing like your life and pictures like uh, I mean they're they can be mean. It is what it is. But Yeah, but Twitter is more for people to like give their opinion on any fucking thing they want. Right. And so it's like people just go on there to just they go off. Be an asshole about anything. To unload, that's what like, they're unloading, yeah. and you know, it's like not even about like the fucking shows or anything. They just had a bad day. They, and had they a have horrible all this day. exactly pent up stuff, and it's like so they just take taking it out, out on summer house or whatever the right. whatever it is. So uh, yeah. yeah, no, we talked about um, the Carl thing on your. Uh, podcast but i did recently tweet something about carl from summer house it's so funny anything you tweet gets picked up it's like so stupid i really all i meant was like come on none of us are straight like let's be honest so did people get mad at you or like what was the vibe i didn't know until you told me today because i didn't i tweet and i don't look back (laughs) i'm like tweet you just have a bottle of wine and you're like whatever happens happens and i'm going to bed (laughs) 
And then it's the That's next day, and it's you, over baby. it. I'm like, I don't remember that one. Okay, but I do remember <laughs> that one, but I don't. I didn't follow up on it. So, um, I mean, one of the things that I love about Bravo shows is when the the outside world seeps in. And so, I always like on any of these shows when it's like they're talking about the tweets or like New York is infamous for talking about like what was printed in page six. I know, right? It's like they're so obsessed with like, well, you taught you gave this interview in page six. I remember Kristen yeah, Kristen, Takeman, yeah, right? my yeah. girl. Uh, Bethany was so mad that she gave a interview with page six and it's like it was so crazy to me it's like who cares it's insane but we here it's like tmz well tmz said this like we had what's going on with kristen she's great she's like an influencer she's making a gazillion dollars she looks better than she's ever looked in her life her kids are amazing they're so well-rounded she is like living her best fucking life i liked her i love her and but here's the thing she's not she's a nice person she's not super combative so it was really hard for her to be on the show and it was very taxing sure. for her and then her marriage and all of that she's like you know what i'm so much happier not doing it yeah. and so it just wasn't for her and she's like i said living her best life she's you mentioned she's an influencer and we talked about the bachelor and i feel like all the contestants now go on that to become influencers like they're i don't think any of them are really looking for love these days but no not at all they can go on for one season and bravo is like this too you go on a show for one season build up your social media following and yeah. the brands pay like crazy amounts crazy money yeah. i like i just don't have the time for it because i was like oh if i only i wasn't so lazy i could maybe do that but i'm not going to sit and take 84 pictures of myself yeah. in one day it's just not happening and I'm lucky if I get one picture done and like I generally don't, but it's, but it is, she was a model. So of course, like we modeled together. She was like a print girl. So it's easy for her and she's fucking stunning. Yeah. She's beautiful. I mean, it's so stupid. I'm like, we're closer in age and I'm like, she doesn't do anything. Like she's just beautiful. Yeah. It's annoying. Hi, Chris. She doesn't do anything meaning. No, uh, she's like Botox. Like, yeah, we all get Botox, but she's just like, naturally she has oily skin. So she doesn't have any wrinkles. Right. And I have oily skin. I get a zit. It's like, wait, <laughs> fuck you, Chris. Yeah, yeah. She's. It's just like she just very, and she's oblivious to it all. She's like that, the typical like sweet. Oh my god, really? Yeah, like yeah. dumb blonde, but not dumb because she's yeah. smart. She's making the most of this. But as far as influencers go, I have a feeling, not Kristen. Kristen aside, because she has a life. Yeah. That these people eventually we're going to move out of this phase. Yeah. Don't you think? Well, yeah, and I, I think we're already starting to see that brands are learning that it maybe isn't as beneficial for them to pay twenty grand for someone to post one picture on the feed. It doesn't like the return investment isn't maybe uh, quite there, and so I do think it's going on the downhill. I was just reading a story actually about this where. If, Three years ago, even, the rates that people were getting on social media were much higher than what they are now. They're still pretty high, yeah. but it's not moving in the upward direction. It's moving downward. Well, because also you can get the an- analytics or whatever. You can see exactly the engagement. And if you know people are clicking on things, it's different now because yeah. they're like, okay, no one clicked on that post. And so we're not going to go work with that person again or we'll offer her less next time. So you know they, they now have a side to see. And Instagram apparently is doing ads, which I just found out yesterday. Yeah, and they keep changing the algorithm on Instagram. So it's like that fluctuates. And then I think they also found that people were buying followers. That was happening so often where it's like people were spending 500 bucks to buy whatever amount of followers. I'm like, are you? Oh, yeah, I know lots of people. I was like, are you? I go, but is this just because you need to lie to yourself? Or is it for like if it's for money and you want to go with that lie, that's okay. But I it's so weird. To it's me. so I've never yeah. in my life bought or like if I was like, yeah, you bought Twitter. I'm like, no, no, 
Not me. They've never said well, to me because I've never done it. Now, though, they lose all those followers because then they Instagram has like wiped and Twitter has wiped out those be- those fake followers. I know. And so I think they all those people who spend all that money, it's like they're gone now. And then people, can, the brands can tell if you don't have engagement, you can see in an yeah. instant somebody will have like 100,000 followers, but they'll get one comment. And it's like immediately I'm like, oh, they bought all those followers. Right. Like they don't. I just really, I, you, they do the algorithm algorithm things, right? What is, uh, tell me about that. The algorithm. You know. <laughs> well, the algorithm. So like uh, in your feed, like if you were to post a picture of yourself, uh, sometimes who it goes out to or who sees it that follows you changes all the time. So a long time ago when Instagram started, everyone who followed you would see that. Photo. Right, right, right. Every single person would see that would show up as you posted in chronological order. Now nothing appears in chronological order. It appears sort of as it changes every day. I don't know the exact algorithm what it is now, but it changes so frequently. And I think they do that to kind of keep things fresh and and they want also people like logging back in. Right. So they don't want you to be like, oh, I looked at everything. I'll not log in for the rest of the day. Right. We we all need to not be on it yeah. all day long. I know. I'm on, I'm on social media so long. A lot of it is like my job now a little bit. And it's... It's just a, it's it takes a lot. So, it takes it takes it makes us antisocial. Yeah, yeah. Tell me about your tour dates. Like, how did you figure that out, and where are you going to be next, and so, how do we find it? I started last year. I did New York and LA, just kind of like as a test to see uh, how the live shows would go, and then uh, now I'm doing shows across the country. So I, I'm going to be in Dallas and Atlanta next week. Oh, uh, and then uh, Philly and DC and Chicago coming up, and then in the fall I'll have more shows. And the live shows are really fun. Sometimes I have guests come out, and then. Other times, it's just we're talking about the Bravo shows. I'll be talking about Vanderpump Rules and all that stuff. And we there's a lot of fun stuff in the live show. I need to see. I want to see. Really I'm I kind of obsessed. The, it's so much fun to be just surrounded by Bravo lovers. Like, I don't know if you've ever been to like a bitch sesh live show. They do live show or BravoCon. Were you? I was not invited. It's well, <laughs> next this year, this year you'll be there. Um, I hope. I hope. Thanks. Um, but it's so much fun to be surrounded by people who love all this shit because it's the vibe it's like is just family. so exciting. It's like it, you all have like these different opinions and you can sit and like have a goss. And it's just you're ta- you're just having the best time and everyone's drunk and it's just really fun. It's like the most fu- it's like a fucking rock concert, but for something that you all like. That's right? bravo. It's, it's so you crazy. can just sit and like just talk to people about yeah, we just all sit the shit. At the live shows, we just talk about what's going on on the shows if there's breaking news like we can say we, it sounds so stupid you know when there's no, breaking news yeah we'll probably talk about you and Denise okay, okay. perfect <laughs> but you know what I'm saying it's yeah, just like yeah. whatever's going on we'll we'll discuss and it's fun the crowds are just amazing now and I never expected that I, I had talked about my depression and it's like when that was happening I didn't think I would get on a stage ever again and then because that's tough last year it was a, like an opportunity presenter where they were like do you want to do a live show and I'm like well I'd love to, but I'm terrified of it. And so that, that's that been a challenge of like getting back on stage because I just never thought I would again. And then when I did the two shows last year, it was like incredible. And it, I don't know. You got your confidence I back. I got my you're confidence like, back. back a little yeah, bit. Yeah, like you, Stella got her groove back. But I never expected like a podcast to turn in some sort of like live show, but it's, it's been it's, so I mean, amazing. It's amazing. It's and, nice. And you know, connecting to people that you wouldn't be able to connect with. No, I, I think it's amazing. And I think it's a great opportunity. And I, I it is... It, I get nervous, like even going to these meet and greets. I'm especially nervous right now because right. of coronavirus. Right. Um, people like to shake our hands and touch us and have pictures. And I don't want to touch anyone. I know. I've just I'm decided. nervous about the, the traveling. I have, I have meet and greets after the shows right. and I'm scared. I I don't know if it's. That's I don't what know. I'm saying. Yeah. There was a state of emergency. Speaking of state of today on the news, six new cases in right. L.A. County. And 
it was like on the, I was like, what the it's fuck? Terrifying. And I I'm know. traveling on Friday and I bought the masks. I have everything. Yeah. I am so afraid of this meet and greet this weekend because Where is the meet and greet? It's in New York. Oh, is it one of those housewives? Like Yeah, it was like it's a it night with? with the housewives. I'm um, obsessed with those, by the way. Me. And I wish somebody would let me host one of them because I think it would be so much you know, fun. We don't even have an MC, which is kind I of feel, weird. I feel like they should have I haven't been to one, but I, I agree would with love, you. I would love because I would just ask what everyone wants to know. Yeah, exactly. Anyway. I, I think that'd be a great idea. Um, but I'm just, I don't know if it's the time to be hugging and yeah. like shaking hands. And and people just get so excited to see you that they can't help but like grab your hands or hugs or whatever. And yeah. I mean, I have two young kids. I'm not like, you know, I'm always like, well, I'm, I'm very and like scared of this. Brandy, the CDC I just read before I came here was that they recommend six feet apart from people. Yeah, see, this is so my issue. Like, I know. I'm here. I'm. Screaming. I was like texting the producers. I'm like, how many people do you think it's gonna be? Can we get like because I love engaging with them. I love talking to them. I love drinking wine. People actually they they ask me to throw wine at them. Oh, I'm that. like, all right, if yeah. you really want me to. I'm like, oh, here gotta we go. Do what you gotta do. I mean, it's kind of nuts, but I enjoy it. I love it, and yeah. I feel like, gosh. I wouldn't be here without these people, but right now I'm just super nervous. Yeah. And so please don't touch me. No, I'm going to, uh, for Dallas next week, I'm going to have like sanitizer right by me. If it's, it's sold out all over LA. Oh, I went I... to Walmart, I went to Target, I went to every 99 cent store, gone. I have my family makes sanitizer. So Shut I'll send you fuck up. So they have, I was like, send me a gallon. So they're sending me a gallon. <gasps> You know, you can make your own if you put aloe vera gel and alcohol, not like drinking alcohol, but rubbing alcohol. Yeah. It's hand sanitizer's 99% alcohol. Yeah. So I did buy Clorox wipes and some Lysol, which I don't think they're going to let bring on the plane because it's giant. Can you check it? Will you check it? Well, then it's under the plane. I need to Lysol the fuck yeah. out of my seat. Well, I Lysol, no matter, even when there's no coronavirus, I, have you ever seen the I Naomi Campbell videos? Like, yes. I'm like fucking crazy on a plane. Like, I scrub everything. That's Lisa The Rena. TV, all of it. Yeah, yeah. Like, and then I get to the hotel, I do the remote, all of it. Like, have I'm, you, yeah. I'm crazy with that, no matter what. And now with this stuff, I'm like. Have you ever thought about dinner menus? How many hands oh, touch yeah. those things? Everything disgusts me, Brandy. I thought about that last time. <laughs> like, single thing. I wanted to see this menu. I'm disgusted with myself yeah. because that's all. It's just people just opening it. I'll hands. tell you what. I'm not even so much worried about the germs as I am the quarantine situation because that's what I always read in. It's like you could be in a city and then you're stuck there because if they find out they have to quarantine the city, then you're stuck wherever the fuck you are in a hotel room. And they're telling everyone to have two weeks worth of stuff. But it's like, what if you're in a yeah, hotel room? I don't have two weeks of stuff. It's kind of nuts. And then apparently they want to move people to Alaska, which I heard about yesterday. What? I don't know. What? <laughs> what the, maybe like because it's cold there. The virus is, you know, it's hard to maybe it needs to be warm to live. I don't fucking know. It's scary. It is scary. I'm scared. Let's just be clear. Yeah. I'm very scared. I, Me too. I would like to cancel this weekend, but I'm not being given I that option. I think you'll be fine. This weekend, what I was reading is that we have to be more concerned with like in a couple weeks. They said hand washing and now six feet apart. It's like, this is not a movie. <laughs> Contagion. It's or, Paltrow. There's no, what like about a... the one where like six feet apart? Where they both had like some horrible disease and they were fell in love and they had to stay apart and then they just Bubble hugged. I don't no, know. it's literally called like five or six feet apart. <laughs> I don't know. All right. Well, anyway. There's a movie called Six Feet from Stardom, I think. That's like a documentary about is background about singers. Us? Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like some, yeah. Right. <laughs> I don't know. Now, what if Bravo ever came to you and even like a, on a digital space or anything and said, hey, we want you to host oh, a I'd show. I'd love to, yeah. You would totally do it. Yeah, I would love to. That I'd love to. I, uh, I love Bravo and I love all this stuff. I think, yeah. 
I always say there needs to be a show that was, I know Jerry O'Connell did a show that was like the, um, a panel show, but I think it'd be fun to get some podcasters who we all like love this stuff or love watching these shows. I think it'd be fun to get different people together to do something. Um, Just but it's hard, us. you know, it's so hard to, yeah, you know, it's hard to do anything. Yeah, like no, that. it's difficult. And the second you said that, they've just now made the show without you because everyone yeah. steals ideas and you can't protect them. Right. right. So. I know I've had, I, I would love to though. Yeah, I think that you would be good. You're, you Thank fit you. the aesthetic. You're very attractive oh, you're so smart. and you're smart. You have a boyfriend? I do. Yes. Yes. We've been together like 10 years now. And uh, but you're still week. having Valentine's, Valentine's yeah. Day fantasies about Matt Bomer. Yeah, yeah, of course. Well, yeah, right. that'll never end. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> I no, I, lo- I love him and we've been together 10 years. Yeah. And yeah. we we have plans to get married some <gasps> point, but not we're not like wedding people. So yeah, weddings we are technically stupid. got engaged like a couple years ago and everyone's like, why aren't you getting married? And we're like, we don't really care. All, all we need is the ring to know that we're going to be together. Yeah. I was the same. I'm like, I got the ring. I'm good. Yeah. So and like because the wedding, as are my producer knows, he's engaged. Is a whole fucking shtick and nightmare in much. itself, and then like you end up that. hating each other. And yeah. it's like, why are we together forever? I'm not interested in any of that sort of no. stuff. I think at some point we might do like a Vegas or a courthouse thing, but it, it's been ten years now, so it's like, okay, whatever. Merrick, yeah, We're no, together. just leave it open because you, yeah. you're going to be over it at some point. I'm just letting you know. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we've gone ups and downs. Of course, it's been, yeah, yeah, it's a decade long. Moments. It's like, yeah, it's hard sometimes, but. Okay, so now for the we, most part, though, I like I love him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, but it's hard to like and love someone because yeah, right. I love a lot of people, and sometimes I just fucking don't like them. The thing that I love, or the thing that I love most about my relationship with him, is like I like hanging out with him more than anyone else. Like even oh, some of my best friends, of course, I love certain friends, you know. But yeah. I just we have fun hanging out together, so I think it's like that's the best part. That's important because yeah. you have your like your go to best friend, and guess what? You can have sex. Yeah, all that other stuff is like the the sort bonus of cherry on top, on the right? But it's like you have to be able to spend time, and like I always say, like you have to be able to watch TV with someone and like not want to kill them. Are you guys like people's you. couch when you watch TV? No, actually, we watch a lot of separate stuff because he watches all the murdery stuff. Oof! Like he loves like He's murder dark. mystery, all yeah. that, and I can't handle any of that no. so i just watch bravo and he doesn't really watch bravo so i'm like that's when that's we good we so there's up. no people's couch because i have no. people's couch by myself do you I'm like oh Wait, that Brandy, bitch. <laughs> you haven't heard my idea i this i thought about this years ago i want there to be a show where you and i watch like coyote ugly like and yeah. i just you could tell us stories about like whatever yeah. or movies like we could. i just love a people's couch where it was just you and i watching movies i do that on <laughs> tinder i'm like that guy has a gay face that guy's a pedophile <laughs> that guy did you say a gay face? yeah i can't like i just because like, i like that's when i know who to click and i'm like if somebody actually heard this it could be interesting but i have like i'm very or ju- i'm very judgy yeah, yeah. like like and like just by because, opinionated yeah because for that we're supposed to because you're gonna go meet up with this person so it is about the looks on that part so but like if someone looks to Do you, you like the app dating it's the only way we really yeah. date anymore because we're all home podcasting and ordering amazon prime and <laughs> postmating right i mean it's just you know it's i feel like people are just super antisocial now yeah and i'm not gonna go like up in the club yeah so it's like we're going to meet people on Hinge. I just think the hardest part is that people are on a date and they're already like ready to move on to the next date. That's my I didn't do the app dating because I met Matt like right kind of as that was hmm. starting or whatever. But it's like there's too much. It's like a smorgasbord. There's my too much friends, to fit, they go on a from. date and they're already preparing for the night. Like they're on their phone yeah. looking for the next date. And I that's what I find tough is because you're always thinking about the next one instead of the one you're on. Right. No, I think that that can be maybe maybe for your friend. But- 
I don't think that's for me. I mean, I do focus on the one that I'm on, but that doesn't mean like just because I have a date, I'm not going to still be on. You know what I mean? Because you're still scrolling, but not on the date itself. But And then if there's a second date, you kind of take a minute from Hinge and then you're like, wait a minute, I'm going to give this a chance. And then he calls you older and you're like, nope, you're out. What a dick. What a dick. (laughs) The good thing about app dating is you could see the looks. So you can at least know right off the bat if you're physically attracted. But is it... Is it true? Because a lot of people do not look like their pictures. There's that. Oh, right, right. You know, I mean, for me, you could go online and see what I look like. And you know what I mean? It's different for I I can't find these fuckers that are using fake names. Right. I want to see a I want to see I want a video chat, I've decided, which I'm super against in general. I hate it. Yeah. I'm not going on a date ever again with someone that I have not had FaceTime with because I want to see that that's not Moving a picture around. from 1984, <laughs> right? Because that has happened twice. I'm like, who I'm the sure. fuck are you? Like, you're yeah. not the person on my, my. Or they show a picture where it's like you see abs and stuff, but then you meet them and it's like they no, don't have that body. One thousand percent. And then they talk about the first time they were homeless, and you're like, oh. oh. Dating in LA is a fucking nightmare, though. <laughs> well, like, I, I, especially I think for straight women, <sighs> I think it's like the worst place in the world for straight women to date because not only you have all these narcissists here who are trying to be in the industry, and uh, women are nurturers by nature, and so then they try to like adhere to these guys who just need so much. You mentioned earlier, so much attention, attention stroking of the egos. It's like I. Uh, my we're straight girlfriends, yeah. I, I think, like, what an awful place to be. No, we are ge- geographically challenged yeah. as far as, like, dating in L.A. I, like, all my friends in Orange County are, like, on dates with these super hot guys. And, like, that's only 60 minutes away. And we don't have that here. Different world. Yeah, it's nuts. I'm like, how did you get him? Yeah. <laughs> like, that just isn't here. And if they're hot and they're your age, they're dating a 19-year-old. Yeah. So it's just I, – I do feel like eventually I will leave L.A., and live my golden years somewhere else. But where would you go? Probably San Diego. Not far. Yeah, San Diego's beautiful yeah, though. It's beautiful. And my best friend lives there. And I feel like people are family oriented and it's close enough. Cause who knows where those fuckers that I gave birth to are gonna go to college. <laughs> like once they're they gonna now? sixteen and almost thirteen. Oh my god, they're yeah, they're, they're gonna get ready for college. Yeah. And I'm like, wait a minute, we're staying in California, right? So if they both Jake just likes to say he's going to the East Coast to give me a fucking panic attack because he's my man. They're both my men. Like yeah. so I'm like, Can you guys try to go to the same place together and I'll just move by you guys? They're like, No, 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 no. They just like to fuck with me. Yeah. And I because I need them. I need to uh, be needed. I don't have kids, but I think about the day when I do have kids and they decide to go off to college, I will be broken. Like uh, yeah. I I don't know how anyone could survive well i don't know how they're gonna go off to college when they don't even know like they can't do anything for themselves like i do everything i'm like i'm enabling you and you're like you're gonna go out into the world and be like what the fuck is this what do i do yeah so i'm i'm now trying to go out of my way to be like oh you want that let's go in the kitchen and make that let me show you how you want that shirt wash let me show you how to do that but it took me a while uh yeah because these kids are just so in the rooms on their video games yeah. and they don't know the real world out there and it's going to be a rude awakening yeah. very rude but you know it'll be good too it'll be yeah. good for them to get to college or wherever and and figure all those things out yeah but yeah. i want them to be okay anyway are you are, are they closer i was just having a friend a conversation with a friend that boys are typically closer with their mothers and then girls are closer with their fathers do you find that to be the case i have such a great relationship with both boys we talk about everything and i don't even want to talk about some of it (laughs) i'm like oh 
and you know they love their dad too but he's like their bro yeah so it's just different so they tell me everything i they you know it's great you know i know about the girlfriends i know the sitch that they just broke up oh i love you mace oh. um you know and then with eddie they were like playing basketball and yeah. rowing down and have like pretend like getting in fights and you know, like just being a, a yeah. dude so i feel like they have the best of both worlds really would you ever have more kids are you fuck done? no yeah, yeah. i no fuck it's <laughs> that shit is done 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 but they do say like their dad on their dad's time it's super boring and then it's nice because they get to come to my house where everything's fucking crazy and aggressive oh that's good they're talking about me why do why what do you mean crazy and aggressive like it's just more fun oh because i get in fights with people and i have road rage and they enjoy the shit that comes out of my mouth yeah and i got in a fight with the tow truck driver and mason's like you know that you're a girl i'm like yeah and as a girl this man's taking advantage of me And he's like, you are one crazy person. That's good, though. You're teaching him that, you know. Women, Somebody has yeah, to have balls, right? Like, yeah. what the- it scares me in general. Like, again, I don't have kids. But the way kid people. Relax. The way it is now, yeah. it's different. Than- it's nuts. I mean. And you have to worry about, like, telling boys how to treat women. I guess you always had to You know what? My kids that. are so aware, hyperly good. aware of it because of my divorce. And, like, if they walk before me, I'll be like, ladies first. Good. And I'll just stand there and they come back out, open the door. And they're like, oh. so they are so every day when they want something, especially like, you look really pretty. You look young. I'm like, what the fuck do you want? Yeah. Like, just tell me. Yeah. And he's yeah. like, can you get 40 bucks? And I'm like, can I have, because I don't drink when Jake's at the house. I'm like, can I have a glass of wine tonight? And so I bribe him so I can drink. So it yeah, works. That works. Yeah. All right. So tell everyone about your podcast, where uh, to find my, it, how to find you. My podcast is Everything Iconic. Uh, you can listen on iTunes, Spotify. I interview some Bravo celebrities and then I also recap shows. So right now I'm recapping uh, Vanderpump Rules and the Housewives that are on. Atlanta, I think, and um, Jersey is, are on right now. Uh, and then you can find me on social media at Danny Pellegrino on Twitter and Instagram. And then Fancy AF Cocktails is the book I co-wrote with Ariana and Tom. And that's out now. Go buy it on Amazon or wherever. Yeah, I mean, you haven't. If you put in your name, it says Amazon.com, and then your picture pops up. I'm like, are we selling him now? It's yeah. kind of weird because I put in my name and I don't have an Amazon thing. But oh, you I, need an author page. I tell them to yeah. fuck off a lot, though. So maybe that has something to do with it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, so. we thank and also look me. forward to our third book because it'll be out soon. <laughs> All right. Bye, bitch. Bye. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. Download new episodes every week. And if you haven't already, subscribe. And be sure to leave us a rating and review. And while you're at it, check out some of the other great shows available on Straw Hut Media.